and happy hellos to all of you. If you want to be, feel, and share love, then you are in the right place, listeners. Thanks for joining us today for an episode on love and leadership as the Business of Life Masterclass podcast is joining in on the love and leadership conversation. Hi again, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach, remote work rock star author, and founder and CEO of the national firm Presenting Powerfully. Barb Zant here, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom. Debbie, what a moving and emotionally positive topic. Our guests hopefully know by now that we are lovers of leadership and that we use the word love as one of our most popular choices on the show. We may even overuse it. So who is our guest today, please? Well, Barb, I can't resist it. You're going to love this. Of course, our guest is someone uh, who goes from leading teams to speaking for organizations and university universities. He strives to empower individuals to lead not from their position of or their title, but from the best way, their heart, right? He teaches that leadership is truly loving and caring for the people around others, influencing that positive change that we enjoy and being the catalyst for self-belief in everyone's lives. He helps people focus on the micro moments that can have a massive impact. And even though he was told that was not enough, he has used that doubt to turn his ideas into his passion for others to understand the true purpose of leadership. Please welcome a fellow author along with me in the book of Living Kindly. Here is our dynamic guest, Jonathan Darling. Hey, it is so great to be with you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, for having me on. I love what you guys do and very excited to be here. Well, welcome, Jonathan. We are very excited you are here today as well. We asked you on because you are an expert in leading with your heart and leaving an impact. And the reason that is important to our listeners is because now more than ever, we could all benefit from loving and caring those around us. Glad you are here. Thank you very much. So, Jonathan, in 10 words or less, can you tell us specifically why you want to be on our podcast today? One, we share the commonality of love. And to me, that's incredibly important. So that's that's a big reason. We sure do. Well, thank you, Jonathan. All right. So Barb has got you all set. We are now moving on to the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4, which, Jonathan, I believe you know are the four questions we ask every single wonderful guest we have on to please answer for the insight and inspiration for our for our listeners and for us. Are you ready? I am I am ready to go. Okay, sounds good. Number 1, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine that gets your day started right? So, I typically wake up most mornings between 4 and 4:30 in the morning. Uh, my daily routine is uh, pretty consistent of waking up first thing, getting some coffee uh, to help me wake up that early in the morning because uh, I'm not a morning person. So I wake up, I get my coffee, and then I go straight into some quiet time and some prayer time, um, some journaling. And from there, go into working on what I've um, what I've tasked for that particular morning, whether it's reading, writing, whatever it is, because um, I still, outside of what I do, chasing my passion purpose, I have a day job. So when nine o'clock hits, my focus is to honor the company that I work for uh, that provides me the financial aid to chase my dreams. And so in those early morning hours, I am focused on 
um, you know, writing, um, developing content, training material, um, reading, and and trying to just become better in that time. So when it's time to work, it's time to work. And after work, it's time to focus on family. All right. So it sounds like a really nicely laid out plan for those five hours in the early morning or four and a half, and then to honor your company. What a wonderful way to work to word that. Okay. Number two, what is something other than that morning routine of really living to your passion and waking up (laughs) that you believe (laughs) if other people were to do it, that would set them up for an additional level of success. In other words, what's that, Barb likes to call it a special sauce. So this might be a different answer than what you guys are are used to getting. Um, I believe the secret sauce is actually not just believing, but knowing that your dreams are worth you having. And I think that if, if people understand the incredible value that they were created with, the unique gift skills and talents that they were given, the dreams that they were given specifically to them were given to them so that they can do something about it. That if people understood that and believed it and, and constantly communicated that back to themselves, that, that getting up and doing those things that they need to do to accomplish in order to make those dreams a reality become not easier, but more manageable because you understand that there's, there's value in what you're doing because of who you are. Yes. And even more meaningful when you know it. Yes. Okay. Number three, who or what has been the biggest influence on your life, Jonathan, your success, your continued focus on knowing and making your passion all that it is. And importantly, what have you done with that influence? So for me, the biggest influence, um, there's there's really been two things, really. One, it's it's my faith in gaining a better understanding of who I was created to be. Um, to me, that that's incredibly important. If you don't know where you are, you don't know, you, you won't be able to figure out where you're going. The second thing is that I was, I definitely married up. I outkicked my coverage. She's incredibly beautiful and smarter and all, all around better than me. And she believes in me more than anyone has ever believed in me in my life. And my wife, Daring, is incredible. And so, um, what I've been able to do with, um, her belief in my life and, and getting a better understanding of my faith and who I was created to be was I, I stopped listening to what people were telling me about who I was or what I was capable of. And I started, I started listening to what I was told and who I was told I was and what I was capable of and, and this belief. And so it really, it really allowed me to start kind of blocking off the negativity and, and really focusing on the people who were, you know, like I like to say, they were pouring gasoline on my fire. They weren't carrying around water buckets, dumping it. They were carrying that gasoline and pouring it on my fire to help me become uh, the best version of me possible. Ah, well, well worked in there with all of these influences and actions you've taken. So our fourth and final question, well, our series, as hopefully you can tell, is ultimately about being positive and moving forward from your experiences, Jonathan, and you talked just a little bit about it right, right then. What's one thing that people could stop doing and that would move them forward? Is there anything you've been observing in particular lately? Sure. There's, there's one thing that I really believe. Yeah. I believe in loving everyone. Everyone is deserving of our love. 
um, regardless of whether or not that's reciprocated, because I, I don't believe love is a, is a currency. I don't believe it's something you give to get something in return. It's not transactional. Um, so you can love everyone, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone deserves to have a voice in your life. Um, there's an old saying that you don't cast your pearls to swine. And what I, what I truly believe is that, that you, you really have to, if you want to get to where you're going and be who you were created to be, you've got to audit your circle and you've really got to determine who you want to allow to have a voice that speaks into your life. And there might be, it might be family, it might be parents, it might be close friends that, that you love and you care for, but, but they shouldn't be the ones speaking into your life because they're not speaking life. They're not speaking positivity. They're not building you up. And again, being that gasoline to your fire. And so what I would tell people to do is, is, is stop necessarily holding on to relationships just because of the longevity of the relationship but start auditing your circle and determining who is allowed to be in close proximity to you um, to speak into your life. Thank you, Jonathan. That's, it reminds me of when I loved economics and thought I wanted to be an econ major. And then when in my master's, one of our professors would tell people it's a sunk cost. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we give too much value to the number of years and not enough value to the, the level of impact. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for reminding everybody to audit their circle. Yeah, my pleasure. Jonathan, yes, thank you. That sure was impactful. I have a few encouraging ideas that you talked about that I hope Debbie and I will get to do in the next week. One of them in your morning routine is the, the 4 to 4.30 um, it is interesting, depending on what time I go to bed, but the four hours of impact that you have in your day before you start your day job, that's that's a lot of time. Typically, mm -hmm. people leave an hour, 20 minutes. Four mm -hmm. hours is something I'm going to um, try next week. Um, the faith. So um, with that influence and then auditing your circle. And so that's something that I think all of us probably do is have someone in our life because of that longevity. And so, Debbie, are you willing to work on this list with me? Or you probably have a couple of your own that you're going to tackle, but we could do that next week if you're willing. Definitely. I can bump my alarm two minutes earlier since I get up at 431 every day. And I can push back a few clients and do do a few more things in the morning. And certainly uh, there have been some interesting experiences that that our listeners and you know about that have, have questioned and challenged and incorporated faith and as you know I like that audit of circles anyway and my follow-through on it too is that I share it with them the reason and I tell them that what they're doing is absolutely not wrong incorrect or in any way judged it's just not a fit and that I may not be for them either so I am completely 100% on board and look forward to reincorporating all of these this next week because Jonathan's got such good, good vibes. And I also say that remind people about the love others that, you know, I say it about kindness, but let's incorporate that love of you can love without expecting it back. So I am ready. Yes, all great things. So thank you again, listeners. You can stay connected with Jonathan on all social media, including his website, jonathandarling.net. His email, we will have that in our notes afterwards to make sure that you get that right. And then also at LinkedIn, jonathandarling44. 
You can follow both Debbie and myself on our Instagram page and also me at the State Work Mom. And Debbie is pretty much Debbie Lundberg everywhere. If you liked our positivity, purpose, and overall what you heard, please rate us five stars. And we are committed to continuing to give you all five star guests and inspiration, just like Jonathan. So stay tuned for our follow through in about five to 15 days about what Debbie and I did to implement everything Jonathan said in all his ideas. And thanks for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you.